Okay, good morning, everyone. <coughs> Excuse me. Um, good morning, everyone. Welcome to today's pre-market trade plan live session, uh, which is your opportunity to be as prepared as we can for today's trading opportunity. So we'll do our analysis in this session um, just before we start the European uh, Open and uh, we'll, we'll post our trade plan into the chat box. So you have some sort of hopefully a bit of a coherent plan which you can you can start to apply into these markets. Um, good morning, everyone. Sorry we're starting this a little bit later than normal. Uh, apologies for that. Um, so let's get straight into it then. We've got an important, um, we want you to go away from this session just understanding the, the dynamic behind these markets currently. So um, I'm going to draw your attention to hopefully a couple of useful, um, uh, I suppose, understanding the, the narrative that's driving these market market moves. So please see our, our risk warning currently up on screen. And um, good morning, everyone. Hope you all have a good weekend. And uh, just as a quick introduction, all pro profitable traders need to consider which markets to trade. Of course, um, uh, trade selection is an important feature. Then where do we enter and exit these markets? How do we manage risk? How do we manage each trade to a successful outcome and trade psychology? All very important features that should be a part of your trading strategy and uh, we address these considerations every day in our live trade rooms and we're strong advocates of being consistent in our approach, accurate with the levels we use, disciplined with our capital, uh, and of course, be patient as well. Okay, so um, let's start with this potential market moving news. And um, I want to just take a, a little step back. Um, we've got some more central banks uh, this week. Um, we'll go through some inflation numbers, uh, GDP out of the US and uh, core PCE price index numbers as well. So we'll, sit, we'll, we'll, we'll address these as the day unfolds. And as you can see, there's nothing of any major concern. Um, business IFO um, climate numbers are, are due out. Um, I suppose if you look at the business climate in Germany, this forecast just suggests that we are ever so marginally edging higher. Maybe we've created a bit of a flaw for the German economy. Um, and uh, we, we're quite interested to see if this number comes in above this number in line or below. So we'll see if we can trade that accordingly. But really, it's just worth just taking a little look back because I'm going to share. Um, we've got a kind of a bit of a profile of, of narratives that broadly speaking, drive market uh, market moves. And um, it's really useful to uh, to integrate that into our thinking. So just to clarify, um, broadly speaking, inflation, uh, it's coming down very slowly. It's not over the last few few meetings, it's uh, a few months, should I say, it's, it's sort of flatlining around that sort of 3%, between 3 and 3.4%. Um, so we're, we're not making that huge progress to 2%, which I think the Fed would like to see. But I also would suggest that it's probably worth noting that all central banks, they're, they're, they're looking down the, the line and they're looking at lower inflation. That seems to be the takeaway. Um, so we had core PCE, uh, the PPI numbers, the, the, the input costs seem to be lowering uh, for producers. So that is likely to support that um, lower in, lower uh, inflation number. And then we had the FOMC um, reduce rates 
sorry, keep rates and hold at 5.5, but adopted a very, very dovish approach. So what does that mean? Uh, the Fed themselves have, have kind of claimed victory to a certain degree against inflation. <clears throat> and we've just seen we're not back to where we, where we, where we were supposed to be. Um, but the Fed felt the need to reduce rates. Now, this is very, very important for these market narratives. Um, so with that in mind, and other central banks are kind of following suit, um, the ECB are trying to push against that dovish narrative. And it's, it's, it's a little bit more comical than anything else, but um, it's going to be very difficult for other central banks to, to positively push against it. So if we bear in mind that what was, what was a surprise last Wednesday was Jerome Powell and the statement was remarkably dovish, uh, and it was a bit of a surprise because we were expecting the Fed to sort of maintain, um, to, to, to not really want to give these markets uh, a huge thumbs up between, year, between now and year end, but it did. And the number of rate decreases next year in 2024 uh, have increased and the dot plot suggested as much. So that's a very, very interesting dynamic. So we have a couple of questions to ponder and and that's really what's driving this this kind of narrative and it's worth um, just referring to the different narratives that we can um, we can focus on so so what I want to draw draw your attention to then is uh, is this in here right the narrative that's been driving the markets pretty much since the end of um, October has been this dovish Fed. The fact that the Fed are going to pivot a lot more aggressively than the markets had anticipated. So it's this dovish Fed rate pivot narrative, which is in full swing. And as a result, that, that can mean we can look for um, indices higher. Um, sorry, the risk on conditions indice higher. Uh, further weakness in the dollar, um, bond yields to continue to make their progress to the downside, which is what they're doing, and it's potentially quite bullish for commodities. So since Wednesday, we've had a bit of clarity uh, on this type of narrative. But here's the problem. And, and there's a few very, very interesting um, headlines and, and articles uh, popping up everywhere. Um, have the have the markets overcooked this Fed narrative? And what that means is, could, if the reason for the Fed to, to cut rates is because inflation is done, we're not seeing inflation anymore, um, then, you know, growth is reasonably straightforward. Jobs are, are, are the jobs market is pretty strong in the US. Um, Growth is 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 reasonable, reasonably good. It's more so in, in the US than it is in Europe. Um, so you have these conditions where you don't need interest rates up at those 5.5% uh, levels. So that's the Goldilocks phase. That's the that's the that's where everyone and the markets are very very content. Um, here's the problem: if the Fed have raised, uh, or sorry, suggested a, a very dovish approach to interest rates and if it's because 
they have um, uh, let's say it's because they've been very successful at defeating inflation then we can probably expect these conditions to continue however if the fed have actually adopted a more dovish approach and this is where the speculation comes in because they're seeing you know the economic data get considerably worse and there's a recession coming down the line where they need to start to to plan for rate reductions and if all of that features into that recession narrative then you can see the exact opposite um, of of the um, the current risk on conditions it would turn these markets really quite risk off and that means indice lower lower we'll see the dollar begin to strengthen we'll see those bond yields continue you know attempt to make new highs and this is a bad condition for commodity markets because of a stronger dollar and and the question is um which which narrative is is playing out i think currently we're we're, we're still in this narrative but this could begin to shift really really quickly so we want to we want you to be 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 very mindful that the narrative can shift and what we're looking for with this is the economic data to get worse and we've been saying that all year and we've been surprised how resilient these markets have been um and uh a lot of the data coming through is um is is really not not what you would expect in in the normal run of uh market cycles however it is what we're dealing with so we wanted to spend a little bit more time on the actual narrative and because we we, we anticipate between now and year end we're probably likely to stick with this rate pivot dovish fed narrative which does mean these risk on trades indices higher dollar lower uh, bond yields continuing to lower to the downside and you can see um where we're at with the 10 year you know we've fallen off we were up at five percent we're now at 3.9 um we still have heavily inverted markets which does suggest that this recession narrative is going to play out but the lower these goes the more positive that is for equity markets that's the general correlation that we're that we would be interested in so all of these things are fitting together so as a result our trade plan is quite straightforward we don't have to overcomplicate these things um so we've got an upside bias still unless something changes across the equity markets so all of these equity markets we we'd expect further upside um the uh the s p 500 the the nasdaq the, the, the dow jones now we do have slightly different decisions to make because we've had a strong pullback in markets like the FTSE um but we've pulled back pretty close to support levels so we might look at a bit of a buy trade in the FTSE it does depend on the pound of course the DAX we, we've had a bit of maybe this um we've had a little bit of a uh a rejection of the the highs and now there's a little structural failure trade to the downside so not looking as constructive as we're seeing in the us don't really like the nikkei and then um bitcoin we're up at these low 40s but um it's uh it's beginning to grind again now so equity markets looking bullish for now do take note of the indecisive price action 
since Wednesday night's rally. This is this is Wednesday evening, pretty much a few hours in the evening, and we we're sitting up at these highs, but we're not really making that much progress. So that's where your technical analysis comes in to navigate. Perhaps if we get a breakout or a pullback at these highs, you can probably look to get in, and you do have, <clears throat> I suppose, uh, decent levels to place your stop loss. We are up at significant highs. So since uh, October's uh, lows, we, we, we've very consistently been just been rallying and we anticipate between now and, and month end or, or year end as, as it sits, um, we're probably likely to see these prices uh, higher than these current levels. Um, so it's going to be interesting, but we know we, we, we've got that sort of backup plan in mind um, with, the, with the shifting narratives. And that's where things like GDP this week would come in and be quite important. Uh, okay, so, and this is where a lot of these headlines came from. It was the fact that the dollar strengthened significantly on Friday. And, you know, that's why you're here seeing these headlines. Maybe these markets have overcooked this move. Well, we don't necessarily believe that's the case. We, we just think this is an opportunity to start buying again at lower prices. So, um, dollar weakness, Indice higher, um, we're just going to have to be patient. Is probably the biggest biggest thing. And even the the Aussie, for example, is making or very close to making these new highs. I think New Zealand has already done so. No, not quite. So we've got these recent highs in here that these markets need to navigate. Um, but so far, the narrative is fitting into place. We've got indices potentially pushing higher. We've got a, the potential for further weakness in the dollar. We've got bond yields continuing to, to lower and, and roll over to the downside. The only problem we've got in these markets is liquidity is, is pretty pretty low. Um, so you, you do have to kind of look for that liquidity depending on what you're trading. So we did get that little bounce up to these levels um, to these monthly highs and we rolled over on Friday, but there's every potential, especially with a weaker dollar that we'll get um, gold pushing pushing higher. And we're just anticipating gold, uh, sorry, US um, oil to actually break above that 72.69 at some point. It's currently just pulling back off the highs. So let's see how we get on there. Um, but we can maintain that particular rate pivot, dovish Fed narrative, risk on, indices higher, dollar lower, um, and we'll keep an eye on those bond yields as well. So what we'll do is we'll just amend our trade plan, guys, and we'll let you go. We're not going to stray too far from sort of Wednesday night's sentiment shift, really. Um, we were just not expecting the Fed to come out with that level of, of dovish. You see, the markets were already excelling to the upside on the back of the Fed pivoting, and we're just surprised that they came out and said it so openly and so you know, uh, matter of fact, you know, and uh, if, here's the thing, if inflation was down at 2%, you'd think, okay, that's, that's, that kind of makes sense. You know, there's no need for interest rates up at those levels. Um, but we're not at, at 2%. In fact, we're at stubbornly, we're over 50% on headline rate currently, and we're 100% uh, above target with regards to core inflation. So by no means is inflation done, but the, the, the Fed feel the need to um, be explicit with the markets that they're going to start lowering rates. 
And now the concern shift to is why would the Fed do that? Um, if it's inflation, then inflation would, will come down very, very easily down to 2% uh, and they can declare victory. And if it's if it's if they're moving away from inflation and they're focusing on the economic data and they're for whatever reason seeing you know negative data, these delayed effects impacts from raising rates from zero to five and a half percent, um then uh that, that narrative is going to shift very, very quickly. And basically the Fed are are pre-warning the markets that there's a there's a recession coming down the line. And it, it's going to be really quite difficult until the market sort of deals with that. Um, okay, so today's trade plan, trade plan, further risk on market conditions expected due to Java's central bank sentiment. Um, due to continuing dovish central bank sentiment, further risk on market conditions expected. Um, Yeah, and, and it's kind of across the board, even though the ECB are trying not to be as dovish there, the markets don't really believe them. So we've got this uh, further um, US indice strength. Uh, be selected with the US dollar. What we have in here as well is... Um, Gonna stick this uh this oil trade in here as well. Um it would be above 7269. Something else to 7269, something else to consider. We had a bit of a drop on Friday, like we did across the across the board. Um and now we're we're beginning to rally again. So if we break about above this high. At the moment, we're we're slightly above this month previous monthly low, and that's really quite important because if we do break above that seventy two sixty nine, and this becomes really really strong support, and you know we anticipate up to seventy four seventy five dollars, um, wouldn't be too difficult. Uh, yen strength. Let's just put the word potential in here because the the, the trade is not setting up but we we are keeping a very close eye on uh, boj developments as well and if they taper that yield curve control measure or they start suggesting we're going to start raising rates then um that's a bit of a game changer for for the yen okay so look i've just posted a trade plan into the chat box guys um and uh this is today's trade plan so in terms of a summary we're really anticipating further risk on market conditions expected due to continuing dovish central bank sentiment. So we think that is the is the driving force behind these markets. So we can look for further U.S. indices strength. So if we get an opportunity to buy the U.S. indices, we're probably going to take it unless we have a reason not to. Um, same situation for the dollar. If that dollar starts to weaken again, um, we'll have a look at that. But be selective. There's better opportunities in some markets rather than others. Um, the Aussie and the New Zealand uh, are, are, are two that could be uh, worth looking at, uh, and then we're looking to we're looking to see further upside in U.S. oil. Uh, looking to buy that above uh, Friday's highs of seventy two sixty nine, and then um, we keep a 
we continue to keep a close eye on the yen potential for yen strength. And if that starts to roll back over, if the dollar yen, pound yen and euro yen start to roll back over to the downside, we'll probably look to, to get into that as well. All right, then, guys. Um, listen, thanks very much for joining us. We're going to switch live trade rooms now. So uh, any questions, feel free to post them. But look, thanks very much for joining us. We've um, For those of you that want to join us for our European trading session, we'll, we'll look to put this trade plan into action and identify you know, the markets and levels in which we're, we're, we're willing to pull the trigger. So if you can join us for that, great. And if, you, if you're if you listening to this and, and you want to join us, you're very welcome to do so. If you're interested in learning how to trade, you can access one of our discounted live trading and education bundles uh, on our website. And it starts from just $59 per calendar month. So hopefully you'll find that uh, on the affordable side. Uh, for more information, just go to livetrading.com and feel free to connect with us. Uh, through the platform as well if you need the chat box there all right great stuff on that note guys thanks so much for joining us take care uh, we'll see you again tomorrow um i'll just to let you know that we are we're actually going to finish our broadcasts on on wednesday um of this week just for the christmas period so we normally take a, a couple of weeks off um however where we we may still be active as far as trading so that's when we're going to um, we won't be broadcasting live. We take a little break from live broadcasts, but we will still be trading. Um, so we'll be using our uh, signal service and we'll get some information out to you uh, about this as well, just to give you the dates in terms of when we're wrapping up and when we'll be due back, obviously, in early January. So um, so it's a good opportunity to have a little break as well. So do, do try to take it if you can. Um, we will be monitoring these markets. And if there is... Um, some opportunities to take advantage of we will still look to do that and we'll keep you informed via our signal service great stuff okay on that note guys listen thanks so much for joining us as always uh, take care and we'll uh, we'll see you in the other room in just a few minutes bye for now